This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, I don't know if it's quite, uh, it's not, I think these things need to be sharper. Like the little teeth in there, you know? See that? Yeah. You know, but I primarily use it not for its bottle opening um, capabilities, but for the stimulating conversation starter that it is. What? It's like a beer commercial, man. Look at that. Look at that. Have I been a server or have I been a server? That's perfect head on that beer right there. New Belgium Citricanatal Atlantic. It's it's the, um, it's the beer you drink to for drinking beer. I don't think that's... Uh, no, that's the slogan. It, oh. Well, far be it for me to judge. Um, no, it's New Belgium... <clears throat> New Belgium Citradelic. It's an IPA. Uh-huh. Tangerine IPA, but I don't get a whole lot of tangerine. It tastes yeah. more like oranges to me. It's no, it's it definitely has the bitterness of like a. It like does. It's my favorite beer, though. One um, of my favorite, and beers. it's extremely hoppy. It's skunky. Why don't you pour it in a glass, man? It's much more flavorful. Because I'm fine with it like this. Once again, we see Matt. Here's the thing: I'm trying to taking his own path. Like, okay. In order to be, I want Matt. I want I, I want to. I've been averaging. What do you want, Matt? Tell us. Past month or so, I've been us. I'm sure the listeners are riveted by this. About once a week, I'm I'm drinking. About once a week, you're drinking. Yeah, about once a week. And so tonight, I I, I drank two days ago. Yeah, I, I drank quite a bit. So that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, and experienced. Yeah. If I pour this into a glass, you know what's going to happen. I I could I could drown bottoms up in five minutes. No, don't want. But not in a bottle, to be you're going to slowly. So the, exactly, you, right. you drink it out of the bottle. You have to take it a little bit slower because you're not re- you're releasing. You know, you're not Why releasing is all the different air. Different on your bottle than mine. It's it's, it's it's different advertising. They want to make sure that you get a commercial, different commercial with every bottle. And and here's to that. See, like the way you're pounding pounding it back. Mm. It's so good. You got like a third of that beer there. One 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 draught. Very good, Addison. Way to go. Thank you. Um And you said parenthood wasn't gonna make you become an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how much you know. I'm not <laughs> got him. I I'm not an alcoholic. Not yet. I, the day that Matt's hoping for might be right around the corner. Mm-hmm. We're not sure. No, I really, I said to you today, and I truly believe this, because I was having some conversations with my wife just about, you know, sort of where we're at and mm-hmm. our maybe uh, respective five-year plans, if that's a thing or whatever yeah. folks do these days. You know, you know uh, the salve that millennials put on the wound that is reality, mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> you know, where you talk about, you know, what you're going to do and where you're going to go. And... I don't know, Matt. I just I think I want to get ten grand. I think I want to save ten grand and then just trade it, <laughs> which I know you hate. I mean, I don't necessarily but it's fun, hate, man. hate the idea. I mean, there's it, so much research, and I love it. I love. I don't know. I just yeah. love it. I like it. 
but uh, if like uh, it could be a very expensive hobby, it could become a very <laughs> addictive hobby. Hobby, you like know? like uh, many other things. Yeah, yeah. You Is your weed going to be okay sure over that... there on the table? By the way, or should we? Yeah, she doesn't like weed. <laughs> Speaking of the cat, talking about yeah, no, you talk about the cat. No, she's not going to get in it. Cat it's fine. House. Um, welcome to give that some thought. Trap Hot Broadcasting's flagship Look show. Look how happy she is. I don't give a shit. I did that, was, that animal's terrible. All I did was put her little toy there on top of the cat thing so that it hangs down in front of her so she can smack it around. She's so happy. Nobody cares, Matt. Nobody cares about the cat. Well, the, cat the cat only gets brought up because you hate the cat so much. And because it's here. If it wasn't here, guess what? It wouldn't get brought up at all. Mm. Uh, I'm so, so sorry you have to share space with something that you don't necessarily like. I, I, I'm... I, Frankly, Matt, I feel triggered, mm-hmm. and this was a safe space for me. <laughs> this was a safe. This space. was a safe space. Okay, an exchange of ideas, if you will. Um, you know, we've we've shared many a substance uh, in these hollowed walls, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah. Now you've you've violated all that. You've you've broken down the sanctity of my safe space, I and I don't think so. And now every time I come over here, I'm triggered by seeing an animal that I hate. Yeah. Well, and. Uh, it just—it doesn't make me feel good inside anymore. She likes you. She's told me she likes you. I mean, she likes. I, I, you I could over. care less. I could yeah. care less. I mean, that's why she's all—that's why she's so rowdy right now. Is because you're over here. No, no, it's because she's an asshole. She wants to show because off. Because she's her. an asshole. She wants that's to show it. off how playful and and youthful and, I, and youthful and nice she is. Youthful. She's still a kitty. She's, that animal's she's pointless. She's not, she's, that, that you realize that animal's pointless. She's not even a year old. That animal is pointless. Its whole existence serves no end. It's uh, it's let me okay. I'm gonna be honest on truth truth time here. Okay, okay I like no, truth. Hold time. on, hold on. It's injected some much needed energy into this apartment. <laughs> oh, does seeing the cat run uh, run and jump around this apartment get the two derelicts that live here off their asses? Is that what you're trying to no, tell me? No, but one of the derelicts has to, uh, uh, you know, make sure the litter box is changed every day and make sure it's swept up around the litter box. Make sure food and water is done. Yeah, and- none of that takes energy. What I'm saying is, is that responsibilities are good, especially when you don't have them. That's what I'm saying. I see. Or have as many as, many of them. It, um, it's good. Uh, did and, I get through and, the intro? And I, I've, I've enjoyed having, having the cat around. It's no, you didn't do do any of the intro. We've just been rambling, talking about the cat for the past three minutes. Riveting, riveting podcast material. <laughs> Great story, compelling and rich. I'm sorry, man. I just don't want yeah. the cat. If we did change this, this the podcast from. Give that some thought to PetCast. Yeah. And we just every week had like a new pet. Like we could just make up a pet like and say that it's here. And then <laughs> I act how I act out. I act like I love it. And you act like like you hate it. We could probably get half a million downloads easy. <laughs> no, we'll just we'll just do that. Yeah. But in post, I'll edit out every usage of the phrase cat. Mm-hmm. Because every time I come over, I'm going to talk about how I hate that cat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's because it's. I realize that it's going to become a bore for our listeners because they've never met the cat. They have no reason to hate the cat. But you should take a picture of the cat and put it up on uh, put it up on the Telegram. Feed. I will. I if I can if I can catch her because she's an a hole and and does whatever she wants to do. Yeah. Safe space is totally violated, man. Hmm. Um. So sorry. That being said. <sighs> Did you bring anything to the table? Because I told you to, and I'm sure you didn't. I what? You, you don't have any faith in me? You know, I don't. I don't want to say it in such harsh terms, but I will say this. Uh, we we, we start off with this. I uh, what, what did you do for the fourth, Matt? Anything? Did you celebrate? Did you celebrate America's birthday? No. 
Yeah, not at all. No, I, I actually, I actually didn't do anything. The closest I got to celebrating the fourth was on Sunday night. I went over, or Saturday night. I went over to uh, my mom's uh, for my brother's birthday for barbecue and, and all that barbecue and all that and yeah, that was it. And he's born on the fourth or no? The second. I gotcha. Um, I'm gonna pull up a Facebook uh, post by the way of a friend of mine, um, and he so he posted this. <laughs> He posted this on July 4th, and everyone was like, eh, stop trolling. Excuse me, but I thought it was interesting. And uh, this is the guy. I'm going to try and get this guy on the program, by the way. Uh, spread the movement on on um, on uh, on the, the Twitters and such. Uh, hashtag get Aaron on the show, I guess. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, he posted this on Facebook, and I think he'd be an interesting guest. He's into movies and stuff. He's a, he's a, he's a thoughtful dude, and I, and I like that. I think he'd be a good guest. And we'll work on that uh, forthcoming. But he posted on Facebook on July 4th at about 7.30 in the morning. He said, today, while you're slobbering down your select meats covered in brown sugary goodness, just remember that every day was Independence Day for Native Americans till we showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You like that? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like you folks might be uh, two peas out of the same pod. Yeah. yeah. There's it, a certain thing to, to be said for tribalism and nativism, especially when it's <laughs> when it's in its, its virgin state, uh, when you... You don't have enough technology to well, have it's be an, eco- an economy, and if you don't have an economy, you don't have to have a king. So, yeah, yeah, or, it's, or it's some sort of bureaucracy. To maintain <clears throat> Precisely, and roll over it. Uh, no, I, it, I, it really is all money. It just it's it's money's the problem. If we just get rid of money, <laughs> we could well, trade. We could trade in like you know, kind of hoping we'd get there in like an hour and a half, and then I could end the show. But we could, here we are now. We could trade gentlemen. beads, perhaps. You know. Of course, then you'd have to get the bead market. You know, you have to. Now it's time for the part of the show where Matt talks about stupid ideas. The bead market. It's Matt's stupid ideas hour, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, what other stupid ideas have you got for us? (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Okay. This is going to be good. Shampoo. (laughs) Okay. I'm familiar. Okay. That that applies squirts directly out of the shower head onto your head. That's not a terrible idea, actually. What, but then what about for the body? Or you just bathe entirely in shampoo? Well, no. I mean, you, you can make it squirt out of the shower head whenever you want it. Oh, so you just... Oh, it's like those little it's like yeah. those little brushes that folks use in the kitchen. Yeah. With the soap in them. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. There we go. You could do like a pre-rinse. And a, you could do like a, like a pre-soak and think, then a wash. Can you just say patent pending even if you've never applied for one? I guess. Because like, technically... By definition, it's still pending. <laughs> well, I think that's what the, it's done is to cover cover the ass patent pending. Yeah, or whatever. But I don't you know. could you could just speak an idea and say, "Oh, patent pending." Yeah. Well, if you applied, no, but it's but the patent's mm-hmm. pending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> uh, so I work with this guy, this guy Aaron that posted that on Facebook, and he was in a conversation with another uh, gentleman at work the other day, and the gentleman was insisting that America was you know the greatest nation. As as folks tend to do. Okay. Yeah. And no. It, um, I mean, I could. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of folks mm-hmm. uh, tend to feel greatest that way. Greatest at what though? Well, <laughs> and so Aaron's bringing up some different points and stuff, and and one of the points that the guy brought up was he's like he's like well think about all the great things that America's done like for the world. And yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 so Aaron was like, he's like, do you realize that everybody that is that makes up what you're referring to as America, like like white folks, like your 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 idea of America. Mm-hmm. Every one of those people came from somewhere else. Yeah, you know, and and he said, and so then it would sort of went back to the Indians. Not like anybody, you know. Let's be real; nobody gives a shit about the Indians. But, 
but it's the idea and the realization that no, 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 there were people here before us. Yeah. Like you, you don't hardly ever hear about them and our independence supposedly, you know, is the whole July 4th and 1776 and all that. And, you know, we signed a document that said, fuck you, King George, we're not paying your taxes and all that sort of nonsense, um, which is all well and good. But no, no, there were people here before us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 was actually a couple hundred year struggle even after we were here. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Cowboys and Indians, that old game. Don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. But that's that's why the Cowboys uh wanted to shoot the Indians. Well, by by that time, <laughs> by the time you get to, you know, the the 19th century and you have the Cowboys and Indians whole kerfuffle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess you, mm-hmm. could, you could say you could call the Trail of Tears a kerfuffle. You could. I suppose. You could. You if could call you, it a lot of things, but a kerfuffle is one of if them. If you wanted to not be very sensitive about it. Um <laughs> but 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 by the time the time the 19th century rolls around, you have the 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 Native American civilization and culture has already crashed. Yeah. It's already become even though say they they still roughly reside in about half of the continent of the United States, the western half. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, you still have the death of their culture because they've been squeezed to a point. And, I mean, remember, during the 17th century, as we were... The 17th and 18th century, as we were colonizing the eastern seaboard, they were being pushed farther and farther west. And you have about two dozen different cultures of Native American that is being squeezed together. And so you have a bunch of infighting already... And so by the time you have westward expansion, you know, post-Lewis and Clark, uh, full into the, the 19th century, yeah. um, especially after the Civil War, they've already been been decimated so much by infighting themselves among the Native American tribes. And then... And we were just the last straw of like, yeah, well, we definitely we're here now. <laughs> we definitely weren't the last straw, but we they, they had their cultures had already become weakened because of, guess what? cultural immigration you have refugees from one culture trying to disseminate themselves into another culture of indian and it doesn't work and it has you have infighting because you know you have two different types of people trying to live peaceably you know i mean does it remind you of anything else currently at the moment you know i'm not familiar uh what's that city over by the airport north county what is ferguson that's right it was on the news recently Anyway, uh, so, yeah, so at that point, there's really nothing more. They were already a civilization in decline, um, you know, before the American Revolution, mm-hmm. just due to colon- the colonization of white people. <laughs> and the fact that, we, you know, I mean, we weakened, <laughs> weakened them genetically through, you know, diseases and stuff like that. Right. Well, you know, that's what happens, Matt, when you have a, a, a you know, a culture of people that know how to use the entire buffalo and then somebody comes along that doesn't give a crap about the buffalo you know what do you expect to happen well i mean you know the white man has culture going down the toilet superior technology it's as simple as that you know yeah but you know what would you rather have you know a nice musket or use every part of the buffalo i mean I, use every part of the buffalo that's right uh <laughs> but 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 the 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 you know, you eat those those the, buffalo testicles to it's it's a sort of a, it's an aphrodisiac. Is it in the bedroom? Is, that's right. It? Yeah, the buffalo testicles. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You fry old, them up. You want you want to sear them. You don't want to. You don't the want old to, prairie oysters. That's right. 
as they call them. <laughs> you don't want to fully fry them mm-hmm. all the way through and through, as they say, you know, in the in the in the culinary industry. Yeah, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. you, you want to sear them nice and good, maybe mm-hmm. on, maybe mm-hmm. with uh, you know a light little bit of butter, not a whole lot. No, no, you don't want to over butter the nuts. That's right. No, and you want to because <laughs> the nuts get slippery and then they fall on the floor and then you've wasted a nut. You don't want the <laughs> you don't just want the nut to just come out and fall on the floor. You'd be wasted. Is sex. And uh, as a result, uh, yeah, but you, you you know you pan sear them, and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. maybe a nice uh, maybe a nice glaze over the top, you know? oh. and then I mean, and then I mean perhaps, perhaps when I'm playing, with, I mean cooking with my nuts, uh, there's always a nice glaze involved. There is only okay. Sex. That's all I'm saying. Well, and the point is, like I said, then you you know perhaps a, a, a nice parsley garnish, uh, and then down they go, and and then you know a little later on after you and your lady have. Had the testicles yeah. of the buffalo. Now, do you share your nuts when you cook some? When you get them, do you share them? <laughs> I do from time okay. to time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> one of the one of the condiments at work. Disgusting is a is a package of roasted nuts. So you can imagine the endless supply of jokes that are there. <laughs> Pretty much like three, but yeah, over and over again on repeat. <laughs> well, yeah, there's different. The same three, yeah, three, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, okay. So Fourth of July, um, it's it's going to be difficult for me to stay on topic. Uh, I'm about two IPAs in. First off, okay, let's we talked about let's talk about Fourth of July. Okay, one of my you can talk about it. What I'm going to do is uh, drink some more of this beer. Okay, M- one of my least favorite holidays. One of your favorites. You like the time of year. You like the festivities. I do like the time of year. You like the weather, and I don't care about the the significance of the holiday. Mm-hmm. Let, let me let me be clear about that, and that's why I read Aaron's Facebook status. I don't, I don't, uh, it, matter of fact, I made some folks mad on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, cause you know, Monday was the fourth and we were in church and, uh, I have a group thread with a lot of, well, I guess it's like three friends and they all go to church with me. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I know it might seem a little surprising, but, uh, a sort of patriotism was brought up in the message on Sunday. Oh, oh. yeah, I know it's, it's sort of uncharacteristic here in America. Separation of church and state. <laughs> well, and I just, I just said, I was like, you know, I said some things, um, USA Circle Jerk was one of them, uh, things of that nature, and 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 I think it got under some folks' skins. And I I, I think I explained myself to the point that made it clear. But if not, I'll kind of go into it a little bit here. It's this idea that America is somehow a Christian nation that bugs mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and and they always say, well, the, the mention of God all through the documents, and I'm like, to me, now I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. It'd be a first, but I could be wrong. Um, but to me, the prevailing view of the day was in a God, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so one nation under God seems like it's kind of like, uh, folks today saying, God bless the USA. Like that's really just kind of, that's, that's a nice thing to say. Yeah. You know, I don't really take it as any sort of spiritual, you know, hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and then one guy was talking about the constitution and you know, what an eloquent document it is and such. And and it is, I think it is a, a beautiful document it, and it serves its place in terms of the foundation of the country, et cetera, et cetera. But I was like, I was like, don't bring up the constitution to me, at least not in this context or in the context of, the, of the United States having a Christian heritage. Because if you recall, the constitution did have to be amended, uh, so that we could admit black folks were folks. Okay, so it's it's not that Christian of a document. Number one, number two, it's just that idea that there's a there's some sort of a Christian nation because I don't think I don't think um, there are Christian nations. Like well, yeah. I don't I don't think the idea of a nation 
that's Christian it should even exist. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, remember this. Okay, there is, there is. I'm getting ready to read something. Here. Morality always follows fashion. Okay, it's the fashion of the time. So, so the definition of morality mm-hmm. is what is fashionable today. Mm-hmm. So, the morality that was fashionable 200, 300 years ago is not going to be the morality of today. What was called morality then won't be called morality today because it's after the fashion. It's 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 something that changes over time. Mm-hmm. So the moral Christian Absolutely. of 1770 is much different than the moral Christian of today. Right. Okay. It's they it would be as far as beliefs and practices. Obviously, duh. So if we want to, we want to look at at what was influencing the founding fathers at that time. Not yeah. what not what the founding fathers said and did. What influenced them to make this this decision as people? Okay. You remember, you have uh, fraternal orders, Freemasons, who were were big in the United States at the time. Okay, you have Thomas Jefferson with the Federalist Papers. Right. Okay, you have uh, uh, um, Sam Adams, or not not Sam Adams. I'm sorry, uh, John Adams, <clears throat> Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin. These people who wanted to create a new republic, a new Roman republic, mm-hmm. who wanted to resurrect the Roman, Roman Republic of 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 you know. BC 200 mm-hmm. you know uh Plato's Republic um they they wanted to to make that dream a reality in in the new world and they wanted to make the United States they didn't want to make the United States they wanted to make free independent nation states working together in a re- in a republic yeah um not the, not the bureaucracy we have today not the federal government that we have today. Um, I mean, the federal government has gotten out of hand. Was never supposed to be a governing body so. over everything. You know, yeah. each, each individual state was supposed to be autonomous. You know, a state uh, unto itself that couldn't be told what to do. Um, and then, and then, very quickly, that those, those rules all got changed, and they're like, <laughs> eh, let's just have let's just have a centralized government. Right. Let's just have the federal government sort of uh, yeah. take control of this. It was like Declaration of Independence, and then Declaration of. Uh, on second thought. <laughs> and that's the one you got to watch out for. Yeah. It's always the declaration of on second thought. On second thought, we can't get anything done, so let's just go ahead and uh, have a right. centralized government. Yeah. I was I was talking to a friend uh, about this very thing, and it, it, it's funny because he's actually in the group thread, and I asked him. He didn't really comment on what I was saying, and I, and mm-hmm. I asked him, and I was like, D- what did you think about what I was saying, dude? Like, what is – am I am I insane here, or like, where, where are we at? And it was funny because he said, have you ever heard the origin of the phrase, Jesus is Lord? Uh-huh. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Lord. <laughs> I was like, I uh, don't think yeah, I have. Yeah. Why? And here's what he said. He said, it's one of the earliest Christian creedal statements. It's an intentional appropriation and subversion of the pre-existing phrase, Caesar is Lord. As such, quote, Jesus is Lord carried the direct connotation and Caesar is not. Christianity has always mm. stood in contrast to earthly government, not as a part of it, as people from every society mm. since Constantine mm-hmm. have tried to make mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beginning with Constantine, con- countless earthly kingdoms have tried to absorb and appropriate Christianity, so it's a dominated. By the way, Constantine listened to his mom. His mom had dreams of Satan. Okay, that whole Catholic Church set up by the devil. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> mama's boy. Coddled it, it, little mama's boy. It, anyways, Christianity. Constantine. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Matt. Yeah. 
Christianity has always stood in contrast to earthly government, not as a part of not as a part of it as people from every society since Constantine have tried to make it. Beginning with Constantine, countless earthly kingdoms have tried to absorb and approach. Uh, and then he just kind of repeats himself there. Um, they have and always will fail because the kingdom of God is not of this world. This is no less true for America than it was for Rome. Mm-hmm. And I was like. That's why I'm friends with that guy. <laughs> and America is, is the new Rome. Because what is, what is the deal with this, this Christian nation nonsense? Like, right? Like, it, it bugs me. And I'm a Christian. I, I, I feel like my faith holds a, is a, a, a very important part of my life. Mm-hmm. But this idea that it was a Christian nation and now it's not, and now we have to act within government on that behalf to get it back to that. It's just hogwash to me. Yeah. It's just hogwash. I think the government should act on behalf of the people. Mm-hmm. I think the government should should uh should be smaller and 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 afford more liberties and freedoms to the people. But beyond that, I don't I don't, you know, the government can can say hail satan six times a day i, I really don't care yeah. <laughs> like i you know they could have muslim prayer rugs they could not eat beef i i Wait really don't it's not it's no muslims okay <laughs> please 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 no i just i don't know it's just i it's not really that important to me yeah i don't care trying to argue though with somebody who is staunchly america's a christian nation yeah trying to argue with them or, uh, well, it was. The truly enlightened ones realize it was, Matt, and we have to do everything we can to get it back to there. Okay. You, you yeah. realize that, right? Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> like, we're so far, Matt. We're so far from that idea. Mm. And we must get back. Yeah. We must. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Uh, no, we mustn't. It's, 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 great, to it's great to want to live in a Christian nation, and I think that's a, but I think that's a pipe dream. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's a pie in the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it's if you want to attain to you know, aspire to that. Fine. It's, you know, your shitty dream. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but to, to voice that on somebody else. Right. Is, is, is stupid because they're not going to believe the same thing that you believe. Um, uh, the United States is not a Christian nation. Uh, it was a nation set up by a bunch of Christians, but that's just because everybody was Christian. In that day, you know, um, the main religion of the United States today is Christianity. So you can say that with definition, the United States is a Christian nation. But if you have somebody, a Christian in particular, who is, um, uh, makes a, a concerted effort to try and steer the political climate of the United States and the government to Christian morality mm-hmm. and, or Judeo-Christian and, influence and, and, and governed by the Bible they're misreading the Bible the, yeah they truly are you, you're not supposed to be concerned with what kings and and governments are doing right render yeah. under Caesar what is Caesar's and God's what is God's what Jesus part of what Jesus is saying there is do your bit for what you were required Right. And no more. Yeah. It's not something you need to concern yourself with. Because ultimately it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, king's going to rise. King's going to fall. New king, same as the old king. Yeah. Uh, your governor, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, or Bernie fucking Sanders. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's the same people. It's just a puppet. It's just a puppet. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Um, I I firmly believe that we need to 
elect good people and people who aren't corrupt. Um, but the entire system, it's in and of itself, is corrupt. Exactly. So electing a, a a good person can only do so much. And um, I took so much heat on Sunday for that was one of the things I said because I was like, I'm sorry, but to me and the Bible that I've read cover to cover, the system of American government is. <laughs> Matt's making faces as he's sipping the skunky beer. It's I can a skunky only, beer. I can only imagine that it's worse as it gets warmer too. I mean, no, it, it's not. It's not that. It's yeah. It's a skunky beer, Addison. It, it, well, I'm sorry. I like beers with flavor. No, it's man. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Says the man who's uh, over here chafing it up like Snoop Dogg. You got, you got Wiz Khalifa over here in the living room. He comes over here and has one IPA and can't handle it. This is on my Plus, second IPA. See, Matt. Anyways, you want to have a matter of fact, Addison, you're about to refill this. You want to have a drinking but, contest? No. Because I got the Sailor Jerry's in the kitchen. Yeah, and I got kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> the Sailor Jerry's is going to stay in the kitchen. There's a pint. And, and, there's no, a, there's and when I finish my it. half of the six-pack, which is three beers, which mm-hmm. will be one more, by mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what happens, Matt, w- whether I beg you for Sailor Jerry's, you're instructed at this point from here for two to say no to that request. I'm going to defy that, that order. Do you- no, you're not. You're, um, if you want a shot, you can have a shot. I don't want one. Then you can have another one. And I won't. Have and if you have a third, sh- a second shot, you might as well have a third and a fourth to keep the other two busy. <laughs> that's that's uh, and that's what you have. Uh, that's what's known as alcoholic logic, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, where was I? Okay, okay Sunday. <laughs> Back to Christian principle. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I said this in the thread, and the guys kind of got you know. I could see the, the the feathers getting rustled. Yeah, as yeah. they do, His feathers rustle. Yeah, and and I said, uh, I was like, I'm sorry, but to me, as somebody who's read my Bible cover to cover, mm-hmm. I feel like the institution of the United States of America, from the branches and the the, the everything, mm-hmm. I feel like is set up to be against God, and 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 his his principles laid out in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and and don't give me all that God bless America and you know certain unalienable rights. That's like I said, I think that was the prevailing view of the day, and yeah. I think it has very little to do with America being a quote unquote Christian nation. And and there's no, I'm sorry, but to me, the United States is against God. The system is set up to foster greed and corruption. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. You know, but and especially, especially in the early 1900s, and and you know, I guess around the 40s and 50s and stuff. You know, when the Federal Reserve really started to take hold. But I'm sorry, but that system is set up for folks to be corrupt and profit from that corruption. And Period. Control the bureaucracy, control the flow of currency, and control the economy. And one other thing that guy Aaron said to me at work, uh, he said one time, and I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if the stat actually holds true. You know, and I'll preface this by saying that. But he said that he heard a stat. That if every uh, ch- what calls itself a church in America took in two homeless people, two, mm-hmm. every church two homeless people, there would be no homeless problem. Yeah, like that is that is damnable upon the church and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Truly, and I and I'm sorry, but you know I've had two IPAs and and, and I'm I'm going to jump on my soapbox. And I think when Jesus comes back, there's going to be a lot of folks that are like Jesus. We've been looking forward to this. What's up, man? You depart from me, and, and exact, you workers and, of iniquity. And he's gonna, I never knew you. And he's going to say, you pass the guy in the corner every day and never clothe him. 
You you know you never fed him. You never. I, and I'm sorry, but what or if you, you said that shit's poison. You should get off it. it <laughs> <laughs> if you refer back to yeah, Matt's <clears throat> interaction with the homeless. My 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 mercy. Well, it was something, but uh, yeah, I really think I I I truly believe a lot of folks are going to be truly surprised by what their Lord and Savior actually expected of them, mm-hmm. as opposed to the lofty idea of making America a Christian nation, which, yeah. you know, at, at face value, as one of those Christian folks, that sounds like a great idea. Of course I want to live in a Christian nation. Doesn't everybody. Yeah. But uh, I don't think that's what we should be about. Well, remember what... Sorry. Rem- remember what... I don't see it in my Bible, folks. When 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 Satan takes... Jesus up, to, me the, beer. up to the high that. place and says, "says uh, all the kingdoms of the earth." I don't want your beer. I don't want your. I, I will give to you herpes beer. And Jesus is like, uh, "No, I'm good." Well, yeah, he showed him the whole world. Yeah. So it's dust, right? All the kingdom, the the best kingdoms of the world is all pretty much just. Well, Jesus realized that. Dust. He refused when it's compared to the glory of God and everything else. So right. The best you're doing by making America a Christian nation again <laughs> is polishing a fucking turd. That's the best you're doing. <laughs> the best you're doing is polishing a turd. Right. So he, he, maybe it's a noble goal. Maybe. And who doesn't love a polished turd? But the best you're doing <laughs> is taking a big old fat steamer and making it nice and shiny. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree. I'm sorry. Now, you know. okay, now, now. <laughs> Matt's going to give me another beer. It's very nice of him to be the resident bartender here. Oh, thank you, sir. Bullet. Open that one here in a second once I drain that one out. Thank you, sir. Now. Bullet. Now. I, okay, that's. I'm not sure what's happening over there. Oh, there he goes. Not gonna work. Yeah, why don't you just use the crappy bottle opener? Oh, thanks. This makes for great radio, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. The crappy one. This is the crappy one. That is the crappy one. It's not that bad. Yeah, it didn't do too bad that time. I think it's just when you hold it as a typical bottle opener, it doesn't yeah. work well. <laughs> but if you realize you have to hold it differently, then then you're all set. Do you remember the story of? Uh, the gravity bottle opener? Of the, yeah, I do. Was it like 90 seconds ago? The story of the coronation of Saul. Um, the first uh, Israelite king. I think so. All, all, the, the part about Saul that really sticks out is uh, when David chased him around the wilderness and like put a knife next to his head and stuff. So, <laughs> so Samuel is a prophet mm-hmm. who is working with the, the, the children of Israel and mm-hmm. the priestly line to mm-hmm. to to uh, rule the, rule these people okay right. and no that wasn't planned the plan was that the prophets and judges get risen up at from time to time every time god needs to check the israelites right okay with a, with a person and then that person having no power no right. political power okay not in charge of the state yeah they come in they check the priests of the class or they check the people and that sort of thing okay and the people are like no we we need we need a king. We need a ruler. We need a king. We need a ruler, like yeah. everybody else has. All these other people around us. Look how look how these nations prosper around us. Yeah, 
all the other and folks they have in the kings. World. Yeah, we want a king too. Yeah. Well, they said, "Look how the nations around us prosper. They're making money. They have centralized governments. They have commerce and economies. Mm-hmm. They're not this little tribalist group like we okay? are. Like we are. Yeah, living in tents. They have economies." They're trading professionally with other nation states. We want to be a nation state too. Right. And God said, nope, nope, nope. And so Samuel said, nope, nope. Yeah. And they said again, and God said, nope. Samuel said, nope. Third time, God says, all right, fine. <laughs> uh, screw you guys. You, 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 you can have your wish. Right. And he Here's says, your king. You can have a king. Right. All of a sudden, the nation of Israel is pro- prospering. They have an economy now. They're, they're, they're doing better. Mm-hmm. And look what happens. You have corrupt king in Saul. You have a, a celebrity in David who ends up being corrupted. Yeah. And being corrupt. By Bathsheba on the roof. By a lot of different things. Right. He's a corrupt. He's, he's not a great king. His children are spoiled brats who divide the kingdom into two and cause a civil war in Israel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they both end up dying, and the lines get broken, and then they get swept off into captivity, just within within three hundred years. Right. <laughs> they go from they go from tribalism, yeah. to nation state, to, to slavery. <laughs> yeah. As 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 uh, an entire as they're swept away by another civilization. Right. It's just that short of. <laughs> it's funny. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at, at the at their very worst, they're fighting brother against brother yeah. in the middle of a civil war yeah. between two brothers who both think they have some sort of divine right to to uh, the throne of of Israel, and they don't. Yeah. Anyway, um, so 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 when we when and that's that's supposedly that supposedly the kingdom of the Davidic kingdom of Israel supposedly. The closest thing to the functioning bureaucracy of God, or theocracy that we, that we've had, the, the 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 closest thing to to a picture of Christ's or a, a God's reign, yeah, sec, sec, after his second coming, whatever. Yeah. Okay, and that's completely messed up. And I've told you this before with my <laughs> of my theory, okay, of bureaucracy. God up at night. That's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There was a war in heaven, and a third of the angels rebelled. Okay, mm-hmm. now remember. Angels. Now remember like, what angels are. Beings and, angelic, by be- God. angelic beings. Okay, right. Supposedly, metaphysical flaw- superheroes, beings, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> created by God with a hierarchy. Yeah. Okay. God created a bureaucracy. Yeah. God Himself created a bureaucracy of supernatural beings That's that right. our minds can't even comprehend, mm-hmm. and it still fell apart. Not even God can create a functioning government, okay? Yeah. Not even God. Just stop trying, folks. And I'll let Gary Johnson in November. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, I had to get that in there. That being said, um, yeah, that I being just, said. I, don't, I don't know, man. It, 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 the, the idea of a Christian nation, et cetera, et cetera, it just, just kind of makes my skin crawl. I mean, I, I, I get... <laughs> The loftiness of it, I get the idea behind it. Like, oh, let's make a Christian nation of all the of all of all types of nations we could have, um, and that that's that's fine and great and well and good and all. But I don't know, man. It just when it comes to what's best for the people, um, I don't. Um, 
I'm not on board with it. Um, and I guess that makes me a bad Christian. If I'm being honest. It does. It makes you a terrible Christian. Um, should I play that video I posted or it's a little long, I guess? Uh, nah. Yeah. I posted a video on... on it does on make you a bad Facebook, Christian, but, but that's okay. Being a bad Christian is not something... It's not that bad. <laughs> being a bad Christian isn't an undesirable thing. I well, mean, there were a lot of bad Christians in the Bible, if you recall. There you go. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. Like Peter was Matter a bad fact, Christian. Most of them were bad Christians. Paul was a bad Christian most of the time. We, we've talked about the, the, one of my favorite stories. Almost every single one of the every no every single one of the disciples was a bad Christian. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Judas especially. Well, <laughs> some um, might say some might argue that Judas was the best Christian because he's the one who, who realized the resurrection. Well, he was the one who realized his role as as Satan. <laughs> His role in 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 that well, if you if you look at the sort of the Gnostic thinking on it, like Judas was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the pre-sacrificial lamb before Christ because he realized. What I've never heard of this. Yeah, nonsense. the Gnostics believe some weird stuff, but basically you don't say. Basically, <laughs> Judas realized that Christ had yeah. to be betrayed in, in order to fill prof- fulfill prophecies, and so he was the one who took basically took the bullet for Jesus and became the bad guy. Oh, look at him! What so that uh, so that Jesus could. <laughs> Become right. the Messiah and mm. fulfill all the prophecies and everything else. Yeah. They t- they kill- Any more Gnostic theories for us, man? Um, let's. Well, you want to talk about the demiurge? Let's talk about the demiurge. What's the demiurge? Now, the demiurge is the almost Wh- god spirit get, that we- created all of all of creation and took took the firmament or the chaos, the general soup of <laughs> of, of the cosmos, the cosmos as it yeah. was evolving into what we see, and yeah. and the demiurge created. Uh, uh, so what us, is it? us? Um, it's like and, a breath and, of God or something, or what is? Yeah, well, what it talks in in, in the Bible about the Elohim when in in, in, in during the creation of man talks about the Elohim. Yeah, um, when it says, "Let us make mankind in Keep our going. image." Um, yeah, it says when it says, "Let let us make mankind in our image," it's it the word there is Elohim, um, which is a pluris, pluralization. Of a, of an angelic being, no, not of God. It's not God. It's an it's an angelic being. Anyway, um, so the Gnostics call this the demiurge, which is the demiurge was uh, <laughs> the demiurge was what uh, created in us consciousness. Um, basically, took the animal from the animal state to the human state. Sort of gave us consciousness and and the spirits, the spirit we have, mm-hmm. um, made us, made, yeah, basically. Um, and uh, why do we always get religious when we drink? And then have you cr- ever noticed that? And then the demiurge also created the dichotomy between good and evil. Um, God not God being completely neutral and not good or evil. The demiurge then made itself both good and evil. Um, uh, the Gnostics believe that the God of the Old Testament was an evil tyrant, and that Lucifer is the good guy, and and the God of the Old Testament is the bad guy. In but, the Old Testament, yes. And then Lucifer becomes the bad guy in the in the in the New Testament. But they also don't believe that Lucifer is inherently bad. They believe he is a part of the demiurge, which is not a good force or a bad force. It's simply a force of creation, um, closer to the yin and the yang belief system. Yeah, we're gonna have to let this go because you're starting to. <clears throat> I can feel brain cells starting to rub together. And yeah, uh, if you really want to, now's the right time. <laughs> uh, 
Gnosticism, Gnostic Christianity is like the trigonometry of Christianity. <laughs> if you can liken yeah, mathematics to religion, it's yeah. it gets into the weird and the wild, the uh, the theoretical and the hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sort of playing with how could God, in His godness, mm-hmm. be necessarily good or evil according to our def- definition of good or evil? Do you understand what I'm saying? How could Lucifer yeah, 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 yeah. be Evil, according to our definition of evil, if he is some sort of angelic being created created by God in a neutral yeah. state. Um, so therefore, these beings, these this demiurge, the Elohim, these these higher spiritual beings, they're they're not good or bad. They're simply playing the roles that they've been given, much in the same way that we, as people, aren't necessarily good or bad. We're just playing the roles that we're given, and understanding your place and your role to play is what will necessarily make you righteous or unrighteous. Whether you kick against the goads and, and say, no, I'm, I don't want to be that, or if you acquiesce and accept that this is what you are, whether you end up being the good guy or the bad guy, that's the role that you're intended to play. And your life is either an inspiration that, that helps people, or your life is either a cautionary tale that harms people. Either way, you're still playing your part to make the entire picture and story of the universe and Christ's redemptive work complete. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, that's that's yeah. That is that is uh, Gnostic Christianity in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. It's stuff. basically a really really complicated way of saying uh, it's all part of God's plan, and what we do doesn't <laughs> matter that much. Yeah. So it's closer. Which to a the whole Calvinism lot of Christians subscribe to, anyways. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had uh, I had somebody. Well, it's like a friend of a friend. Well, I used to know him. I went to classes with him a long time ago and all this stuff and he was posting some stuff that wasn't even pro Gary Johnson like it wasn't like he was saying Johnson like I am on Facebook like I'm I'm full bore like I'm I'm we're down this path now you know like I'm there's no turning back between yeah. now and November um and he was posting some stuff like that and one of the <laughs> one of his friends who I'm not familiar with or friends with or know who he is was commenting on it and we we're going back and forth and uh well, and he's like, he's like, uh, drugs. <laughs> they were talking about, of course, you know, I, I know it might be surprising for you that a Christian, their main problem with Gary Johnson is that he wants to legalize drugs. Mm. Oh. But mm. yeah, it's it's shocking. Shocking. But uh, that's, I, I just hate that that's the card carrying answer. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's so juvenile. But, anyways, as if the Christian thing to do wouldn't be to end the drug war that's killing hundreds of thousands of people in Mexico. Just, well, everywhere anyway. else across the world, remember? Yeah, or the, yeah, the globe over. But anyway, I mean, remember how many, how many, how many heroin overdoses yeah. we had since the Afghanistan war started? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyways, and so I was making some of these points, and I was like, uh, lesson number one, you know, consider Portugal. Like things are a little different there because the way yeah. they did it and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was saying some different things, and the guy's like, uh, he's like, and then the other guy was saying that he supported, you know, and, and he's like, he's like. Uh, what did he what did he say that really got me good? He's like he's like um all Christians should be against drugs because they meld the mind and stuff and I'm like I believe that within Christian thought. Like that is absolutely the case, you know. Be not drunk with wine be not drunk with wine wherein it is in excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. I've shared my, my I don't know if I've done it on this show, but my view on that passage is not that it's speaking specifically about alcohol but that it is speaking specifically about altering your mind with substances and that when you're doing that, you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. That's my personal viewpoint on that passage. 
so be it. That's that's how it sits. Um, is that all Christians? Christians should be against it. And then he's like, and so the guy that I'm I'm friends with is a Calvinist. You know, that's kind of his hill to die on kind of thing. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, there's bits of truth to both. I'm not really. Well, sort that out when we get to the other side. Like that's I don't really care. Like, yeah, you know. And he, but he's there are a lot of people who are Calvinists. I'm more of a Hobbist myself. <laughs> I prefer Hob, Hobbs. But anyhow, he he was he's a Calvinist, and so the guy was commenting on it. This guy's friend, and he was commenting on it, and he's like, he's like, he's like, I can't believe uh, Calvinism, uh, or he's like, Calvinism has warped your mind. You just you can't you can't even think anymore. You're so deep into that. And I was like. I mean, that's kind of comes straight out of scripture if you study it. Like, I don't like. I've never known any Calvinist to be like, yeah, we believe in uh, you know predestination, and uh, only those that are going to come come to the knowledge of the Lord are going to come to the knowledge of the Lord, and and also we sacrifice goats Friday nights. Like, yeah. it's not it's, yeah. to me they're not one. It's just kind of a different theory yeah. on Christianity. I believe in complete predestination. We don't have any uh, really say over our own fate. Or whether or not we come to Jesus. Also, wife swapping. It's yeah, fun. <laughs> and uh, I'll definitely drink to that. Speaking of which, mm. I have a story for you. Babe, if you hit it. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, I just. It's an off air story. Oh, come on, it's... man. You're not going to do this. Can we change the names? You tell me the names right now and I'll edit them out. No, and then we you can't. change the names on the show. The we names. can't. We can't even do that. We can't. No, we can't. Are you sure? Because I really want to hear sure. this right now. Uh, no. It... Two and a half IPAs in, and I'd love to hear this story. All right. Well, we'll hear it off the air. <clears throat> so I'm at a place the other day, a place where I go, um, and <laughs> I do things. A place where folks go. And that's as much as I'll say, because the rest <laughs> of it has to be off air. It's too blue. It's too blue. I'm sorry. You're a I'm sorry. I, and normally I wouldn't. I wouldn't toe the line. I, well, we'll I, say I this. Can care. we say this? But if, if it's if, too blue, and we, we just we're too blue. We, we we fashion ourselves as a family program. Yeah. You know, put put trashy this, family program. Put, <laughs> put this on the phonograph over uh-huh. dinner. You know, uh, there in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> or as I like to call it, the phonograph. Because that's some enjoyable family time. I'm telling you what. Mm. It's so skunky. It gets less skunky the more you drink, though. That's the danger. Well, it's dangerous with all alcohol. It becomes more delicious the more you drink. <laughs> yeah. First shot of Fireball, you're like, why would anybody ever drink this? Yeah. Sixth shot of Fireball, however. Yeah. You're like, it's so cinnamony and warm. Yeah. That first shot of Fireball, you feel like you've... You've eaten an entire pack of big red bubble gum and yeah. swallowed it yeah. and then thrown up. Yeah. And then by the number six, it yeah. just feels like it's one piece that you swallowed and thrown yeah. up. Yeah. You're like, I do love big red. <laughs> Anyhow. What was I saying? <laughs> it's, com- it's completely gone. What was I saying? This will be IPA cast because we had two rum casts. We had rum cast 1.0 and rum cast 2.0. This will be IPA cast. And we'll have to do we'll IPA just say cast. sponsored by New Belgium Citradelic. Yeah. Citradelic. Citradelic. Yeah, it's Citradelic. Tangerine tea. Ta- well, I don't know if that's accurate. Did you bring some stuff to the table, though? I already did. I talked about the Gnostics. Not- <laughs> was not, no, but not like any like stuff. real stuff. No. Like I thought you. See, this is what happened. I, I texted Matt you know, I was planning on this afternoon. At, oh, uh, actually, okay. Uh, I was playing The Witcher. 
You guys want me to tell you about The Witcher? No. Beautiful game. No one wants anybody to tell you about The Witcher. Okay, I said try and find some good stories. Would you like to know what time that was, ladies and gentlemen? Probably like 7.30. p.m. Yeah. 6.47 p.m. today. Ladies and gentlemen, we're recording this right now. It is 1.37 in the a.m. the next day. We've been now, recording for 50 minutes now. Good? You've been recording for 50 minutes now. You know I do my best oh, thinking whatever. between I... 1 in the morning and 3 in the morning. <laughs> Don't we all? we're doing it right now. Um... Well, well, let's see what's on the front page of Reddit. Mm-hmm. Anon tries to what get is, a girlfriend. That's not... <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna at least make it more interesting and look at the, the what I pulled up here was the top post from the past week. That's what I sorted by mm-hmm. in our conspiracy. Would you like to hear the headlines, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, after Bill Clinton, oh, okay, and let's uh, let's talk about Clinton actually for a second. After Bill Clinton met with Attorney General, DOJ relays release of Clinton emails. Um. Are you aware that Bill Clinton met with the Attorney General? Yeah. Yeah, they hung out on his jet to talk about grandkids? Yeah. Grandkids, man. Well, yeah. Grit. Sweet little innocent grandbabies are now the scapegoat of power brokers the nation over. You realize this? Like, You think Hillary Clinton wanted to take her grandchildren (laughs) squealing from her daughter's own bloody vagina as soon as they're being (laughs) born and sacrifice... Sacrifice them on an directly altar to, to the Bilal state. That's right. If if it would if it would, it would secure her, if it would secure her then California in the general no. election, she would absolutely do that in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. Um. Or in any other swing state. You what know? do you think about like this Florida? thing now? I mean, it's to me, it is just it's just. Well, this is the meat that we've been. This is building up to maybe. Yeah. But to me, it's 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 par for the course, folks. Nothing to see here. Because because this woman is powerful enough and rich enough, those those are the two those are the two big factors here. Uh, that uh, even though she very very clearly, I mean, even in what the FBI said today, I didn't watch the statement. I read some transcripts and I read some uh, uh, commentary on it. They basically said the Department of Justice was basically like, yeah, she she really um, screwed the pooch on this one. Kind of did what she wasn't supposed to do, what she knew she wasn't supposed to do. But uh, you know, folks be making mistakes. Literally, that's that's what they've come out and said. It's that's just insanity. So it's just insanity. Remember in two thousand and eight <laughs> when we had too big to fail and we had to bail the banks out because mm-hmm. yeah. they were too big to fail. If the banks went under, then, oh, my gosh, our economy would fall by a little bit, and then Mm -hmm. it would take a long while to correct itself. So, I mean, the British did it a couple weeks ago. The Brexit thing. And their economy stumbled. But now it's it's rebounding. It's not that big a deal. (laughs) Because guess what? Bankers are going to make their money. Bankers are going to make their money. It's what they're going to do. So whether the economy stumbles a little bit and people lose a couple trillion dollars globally, <laughs> it's not going to matter that much because yeah. in a couple months, all the money will come Everybody back flooding back in, and right. be making people will be making money again. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, Hillary Clinton <clears throat> is literally too big to prosecute. Yeah. We have the same thing because if you prosecute here because it's not it's not about the emails. Not about the emails. It's what the emails lead you to. It's the what the fact that the Clinton Foundation you all these emails lead back to the Clinton Foundation. And what the Clinton Foundation did during her time as a Secretary of State. The payoffs and the buy offs to Saudi Arabia, the selling of, of of classified information to the Saudis, to the Chinese uh, the 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 fact. Well, and to be fair, and, if you've got some classified information, Matt, where are you going to go with it? 
Saudis are the first one. Yeah. I mean, they're just the highest bidder. Yeah. It's just that simple. Uh, the these the giving of state secrets to the state of Israel, and then this, the, the but it's a pattern that goes back to the nineties with with what Bill Clinton was doing, uh, s- giving state secrets to the Chinese in exchange for uh, for um, uh, 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 political uh, contributions to the Clinton Foundation to give them more money to to give domestic bribes, and that's what it is. That's what the Clinton Foundation Foundation is set up. It's set up in order to uh, to pull in money. And then push out money uh, strategically mm-hmm. to bribe. As any good foundation is. To bribe politicians and corporate interests domestically so that the Clintons can run our government. And that's what's been happening for a long time now. Yeah. And the emails lead to the Clinton Foundation, and Clinton Foundation has its tendrils in every part of the government. And. The fact that that Hillary Clinton isn't being prosecuted, um, tell you what, let's let's put a hypothetical. Let's say that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton have been running the United States government <laughs> since nineteen ninety two. Since nineteen ninety two, they've been calling all the shots. <laughs> okay, let's say that okay. you're discounting the Bush family there. Yeah, but let's say that the Bushes and the Clintons were always working together. Okay, which. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that they were. But let's say the Clintons were running the government since then. How many people in the government either bought or bought off by the Clintons or blackmailed by the Clintons to doing what they want? Oh, hundreds. How many? Or all of them. I mean. But how many of those people want to get back at the Clintons and want to see their house of cards crumble? I mean, it's clear that, that Hillary Clinton is ruthless and will stop at nothing to well, she's headed achieve, for the White House, achieve so. <laughs> her ends. And Bill is the same way. He's a little bit more, I think, concerned with the perks yeah. of the power mm-hmm. than Hillary Clinton is. Yeah. Or she's just more concerned with the power talking in itself. about underage girls now, Matt. I am. <laughs> and cocaine. I am indeed. <laughs> and cocaine. Yeah. Um, well, you know what pairs nicely with a... You know those... You know those <laughs> speaking of pairing Underage nicely. girls and cocaine. Mm. You know those wine magazines or those wine shows where uh-huh. they say, "Oh, this pairs w- w- with a nice steak," yeah. and you know you mm-hmm. go with the red wine, that sort of thing. Well, you know, what pairs nicely with a mm-hmm. with a fine underage girl? A little bit oh, col- not, a nice Colombian cocaine. Little, That's what, Matt. <laughs> little Colombian marching powder. That's right. Uh, uh, so, so some of the the devil's own snowdrift, as it were. But but <laughs> let's let's take all these people, both on the Republican side and on the on the Democratic side, okay? Because yeah. Donald Trump has cl- connections to the Clinton Foundation out the wazoo. Yeah. Right. Well, he's a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people on the Republican side have cl- connections to the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. A lot. Marco Rubio has connections to the Clinton Foundation. Okay. Ted Cruz has connections to the Clinton Foundation. You telling me that these people? Um, but but basically, what I'm what I'm the 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 hypothetical situation I'm 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 trying to to awaken in the in the listener's mind is that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people in the government. Or a part, used to be in the government or around the government. Or a part of the public specter. Who would like nothing more than to see the Clintons stumble and fall. Mm-hmm. And fall from power. Mm-hmm. So that somebody else can take their spot. So that maybe that person can take their spot. Okay? Yeah. Th- there has to be. Because if you're in politics for 30 years... Well, yeah, years, someone's always waiting to stab if, your back. Exactly. Number one. <laughs> and if you're in national <laughs> politics for 30 years, anybody who's not working for you... Is trying to undermine. It's working you. against you. Absolutely, yeah. You know, even the people that you bought and paid for, 
There's a word for that. Would, it's called politics. Would take <laughs> would take the first opportunity yeah, that presented himself to stab you in the back if they could at the same time save their own skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if Hillary Clinton goes down and there are thousands of people in Washington who want to see her go down badly, guarantee it. If Hillary Clinton goes down, it takes the whole house of cards of the entire government with with it and with her. Yeah. So the very reason so the reason why the FBI and the Department of Justice isn't pro- going to prosecute her is because literally she's too big to fail. If she goes down and if the Clinton Foundation goes down, so many others go down. Everybody else in the government goes down too. Yeah. And so they won't because the house of cards is built on on her <laughs> and on Bill, right? Because because You're welcome America. Because literally they, this is where we are now. They they can't get rid of her without getting bit in their own asses. Wow. And hundreds of thousands of folks falling. <sighs> There's if, where we are, folks. If we had so- somebody who is willing to sacrifice their political career, right, and make a complete and total buffoon out of themselves in order to take... These, and risk honestly people, being laughed off the stage. These like, people out. Yeah. Right? It would mean the destruction, probably, it would mean a complete and total overhaul of the. Well, at this point, probably the government's government. know it. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, but that's what, isn't that what we need right now? Isn't that the only thing that will heal the Republic is a complete, com- to completely dismantle it? I happen to think there's one other thing that'll do it more freedom. Via Gary Johnson, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm <clears throat> yeah, I said it earlier. Gary I'm, Johnson can only do so much, though. He can, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm full bore. I just, I, I can't. I don't see myself casting a vote for anyone else at this point. I suppose that could change between now and November, but it's wildly unlikely. I don't see myself casting a vote for anyone else in confidence. Uh, other than that, you know, and and I'm tired of the you know down the same roads I've all been before the the winning thing. It's it's not about winning for me. It's about sleeping soundly at night, knowing that I voted for somebody who represents my viewpoints. Yeah, and voting for a change in the system, well, which is corrupt and evil to the core. And you, we, I think we period have, we have to come to a, a real, realization in this country is that your vote doesn't matter. Number one, number two, uh, you can't change a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So the best but given those two, why wouldn't you vote for the one that everyone would say that, that everyone is saying is a worthless vote? I mean, yeah. that, that alone is okay. I'm going to give that guy my vote because I, I mean, the the system as a whole is telling me that's a waste of a vote. Blah blah blah. blah. Okay, that's the yeah. guy I'm giving it to because I'm not. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm not a part of this system that is that is so far down that that road of of corruption that. It's brought up two two party members that I'm sorry I don't care for at all. They yeah. don't represent what I believe is me as a constituent at all. Yeah. Period. It's just not there for me. And I honestly, really, in the last month, and I secretly did this, by the way. I didn't tell you. Uh, I didn't tell. Well, I didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Didn't tell my wife. Didn't tell. Didn't tell this program. Um, but I, I honestly gave Bernie Sanders some. Interesting thought there towards the the latter days, Matt. 
uh, thanks to some conversations I have with some some, some socialists, some other folks, and stuff. <laughs> well, I really thought about because my it's whole because thing you're was spending like, so much time on Tumblr. That's what this is. <laughs> no, my whole thing was if 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 Sanders can be a, a viable candidate, I need to consider him as a possibility as another big one. Like I literally, I, I I thought about it and I was like, I need to consider him as somebody that I could vote for, uh, outside of, excuse me, Hillary and 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 Trump, obviously, because I. I think of detail why I can't vote for them. And uh, he really didn't do it for me. And, and I was truly at a loss until, you know, sort of the Gary Johnson thing. Um, but yeah, I, I really gave Bernie Sanders some hardcore thought. Like I was like, what what is this dude really about? And I can't do it. I'm sorry. The socialist thing is just too far for me. You know, I, I, I think folks should keep the, keep the money they earn, no matter how much they earn or how much they're keeping away from poor folks. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's you know, poor America can hate me for that. So be it. But well, you didn't hear the good news from today or from yesterday. Mm, what's that? Uh, the DNC has accepted the fifteen dollars minimum wage as a part of their platform. Look at that. So no matter who the the Dem- Democratic so candidate I, is, let's drink to me being a millionaire, Matt. No matter I, who the Democratic candidate is, uh, and you can promise me also that prices won't raise it like wage. Walmart and Burger King, right? Well, like when I'm getting fifteen bucks an hour, right? Yeah. Like Burger King's prices are going to be the same? It doesn't matter. Well, what about the price of diapers? Like something I buy for my kids all the time. Well, we're going we're going to Like the, those are going to stay the same, right? Well, here's here you're you're forgetting one big thing, okay? Oh, what's that? Here's what's going to happen. Hillary's going to get elected. First 100 oh. days in office, she's going to pass a bill. Everybody's going to vote for it. It's going to be one of the most popular bills of all time, the $15 minimum wage. Uh-huh. It's going to pass with flying colors. Uh-huh. And then immediately It'll get, be the next gay rights bill. <laughs> And then immediately, bef- while that's happening, right in the f- fervor of, you know, basically it's it's cleared the House, it's cleared the Senate, it's it could go all the way, headlines, it's right. rushing towards Hillary's desk, yeah. right? All uh-huh. she has to do is sign it, and it becomes uh-huh. a law. In a flash of camera bulbs. Right when that's happening, secretly, uh-huh. all that TPP stuff is going to get passed through Congress and the Senate. When the entire nation is in a fervor over $15 minimum wage, you. It's you shh dude dude she's with she's it's my effects man sorry the cat's frisky Matt's cat is anyway in the I'm sorry f- in the fervor of yeah. all that $15 minimum yeah. wage yeah and yay Hillary for the, inter- for the underdog inter- inter- cronies will pass the TPP yeah and then corporations will be able to sue governments uh-huh and frankly for infringing on that note, upon for infringing upon their rights to make money. Yeah. <laughs> She's and and uh, that legislation for the fifteen dollar minimum wage will be uh, will be uh, vetoed right. and knocked out by by corporate interests. Yeah. Uh, fifteen dollar minimum wage is a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. Sorry. I mean, what is it? Seven dollars? You say it's going to be doubled? Okay, Matt. This is we're literally unplugged. This is this is. Fucking nonsense. Dude, dude. I... Please, come on. We can't hear ourselves. It's, it's because... Was there, like, extra catnip in the house or something? Like, what is... Explain to me... Matt's over here dealing with a cat. Like, is this, like, punishment time or... Are you willing to accept now what I'm saying, Matt, that she's an asshole? 
<laughs> I'm going to snap a picture right now of Matt doing his best to entertain what is a godless, soulless beast. <laughs> Matt has, oh goodness. Kind of wondering what's going to happen down there, down the hall. Are we in the clear now, Matt? Yeah, I locked her in the bathroom. <laughs> he has such a triumphant look on his face, as though he's trapped a ferocious beast. Um, where were we? Oh, she knew she she screwed up. <laughs> I grabbed her. I grabbed her by the scruff. She was clawing like she's like. Good. Ah. Well, she. I don't know if you heard uh, so that kerfuffle, as it were, but mm-hmm. she unplugged our headphones and was jumping around. Anyways, where were we? TPP pipe dream. Yeah. Anyways, um, the Clintons are too big to fa- too big to fail, and I'm sorry, but I'm voting for Johnson. Yeah, uh, that's all there is to it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ah, drink another round to the death of the Republic, my hearties. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yeah. I think the Republic needs to die in some ways, at least. Uh, like so- I don't want I don't want folks getting you know. I don't want bullets flying. You know, yeah. I, got, I got kids, Matt. You know, I'm I'm not the revolutionary that you maybe are. Maybe just a I couple gotta... bullets. Maybe <laughs> flying at certain people. <laughs> Isn't that how it always is? And then and then pretty soon everybody started shooting, Matt. I've yeah. seen old westerns, John Wayne's, where everybody's mm-hmm. just you know just hammering the trigger. Mm-hmm. I know how it works. Mm-hmm. It's not be ridiculous. You know, revolvers that have like you know I don't know 48 shots in them. When yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. You know. Um, that being said. I also shared with you, I don't know if you saw on Telegram because you didn't reply all weekend because you hate me, um, but we're getting quite a few more listens than normal, man. Yeah. I don't know, in the, like, the last Are six we? months or something. Yeah, yeah. Why getting, is that? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, the content definitely hasn't gotten any better. No, I, if anything, it's gotten worse. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, especially this one. It's a digression. IPA cast. Um we were doing so well, and then I just had to bring over a six pack. It happens. It um, simply happens. It does. But uh, yeah, we're getting. We're you know, there's no traction. Nobody shares or likes or you know shares with their friends or anything. Mm-hmm. But we're getting quite a few listens. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the word is there. I like it though. Yeah, it's good. Uh, if you are listening, you know, go ahead and share with your friends. And it's probably the neo Nazi. Tell your folks. <laughs> it's probably because we get we get tongue in cheek racist, and they think that it's actual racist. Oh, you think so? I think so. So they're kind of like, oh, they're like, yeah, listen, to these guys, yeah. they, they they hate minorities. They hate right black on. people too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they talk about the Jews. Yeah, the Zionist. The, I'm gonna I'm gonna share the this with my Nazi friends. That's right. Um, well, on that note, screw minorities. Um, White people are the only real race, and um, I'm just trying to boost listens at this point, man. Yeah, but you can't pander to the yeah. demographic, but man, yeah. because you, you, first you say, you know, black people aren't people, yeah. and then you have to shave your head and get a swastika tattoo. And it's just oh, is that a, the next step? Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry, I don't want, really want to go down that road. Yeah. I used to buzz my head, and I didn't. My wife, uh, she every time she sees a picture of me with a buzzed head, you know, from like high school era, she's like, she's like, you looked so terrible. But which you know, 
really, really makes little Addison stand at attention. Hey, but, uh, can I ask you something? Would you do more sure. impersonations of your wife I, for us? <laughs> I, I think our listeners would. I think that would give us another I'll twenty do, downloads this this past this next week. You know, I'm I'm a mouthful away from three IPAs. I'll do a couple more and then we'll wrap it up. How about sure, that? Sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, typical typical <laughs> way she greets you in the morning. Go. <laughs> typical way she greets you in the morning. Uh, okay. All right. <coughs> Why don't you get up? Your son wants to hang out. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the standard greeting. Because if I don't have to be, if I'm not getting up for work, it's just I've rolled over. And then she's like, "Why don't you be? Why don't you be a person right now?" And I'm like, "Nope, I'm going back to bed." Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else here. Uh, <laughs> you never have time for family. She's gonna. She's gonna hate this, man. I need to stop. Because when she hears this, it's like I'm literally gonna come home from work. Don't stop. And she's gonna be. She's gonna be in a bad Just mood. Keep, no, and, I, and I'll ask her. I'll be like. It. I'll be like, "What's going on? Like, what's? Are you okay?" And she's gonna be like, "I listened to your show today." <laughs> that's all, that's all you get. That's all. I'm not gonna push my luck. I'm, do you want me to be crashing here, Matt? Because that's the road we're, that's the road we're you on. You can. It's fine. No, you have a cat here. I'm not crashing here. Yeah. I'd be itchy as balls. We can just lock it in the bathroom again. Would you lock me in the bathroom or the cat? The cat. Oh, the cat. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, um, here's to episode whatever we are. What is it? 110? Is it 110? I don't know. Is it? It might be. No, it's 111. Last week was 110. Yeah. Look at that, Matt. Well, here's to episode 110. Trips. IPA cast. Uh, Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, if you want Matt's dirty story that he's going to tell me right after we get off the air, you're welcome to contact him directly on Telegram. Mm-hmm. He's at Suburban Wizard. A one-time subscri- we'll just put it out there. One-time subscription fee of twenty nine ninety five. We'll get you recording don't of listen my, or don't my do story. That's just weed money. I hope you realize that. That's if funny. anyone ever gave Matt $30, it's weed money. That's, I just want to clear that up forever and always. I mean, that's, that's the prices I get. That's like, uh, it's like two grams. I get like like and Matt's so, so on the inside, and Matt's Matt's wheeling and dealing with 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 the drug dealers of, no, of Mid America. I just smoke shitty weed. That's it. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I guess that about does it. Well, thanks for listening out, everybody out there in uh, Death of the Republic land. See you next time. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.